0: where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us once again. And today we have the pleasure of interviewing Tammy Plunkett. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. So, Tammy, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. So, I am uh, a mother of four. I have a 20-year-old daughter and an 18-year-old daughter, and they are both with their dad in Ontario right now, uh, studying at a university and college. And I also have an 11-year-old daughter and a 9-year-old son living here with me in Alberta. So I am a mom, first and foremost, and then when I'm not a mom, I'm a writing coach. So I help uh, men and women who are uh, in the process of writing their books or always have wanted to write a book and never got around to it actually get the work done. So get the r- book written, get it published, and get it promoted so that they reach a larger audience.
0: Oh, well. That's wonderful. It's really interesting talking to people that have the different family situations and stuff like that. I only have my one daughter, and she's going to be around for a while, but... Every now and then when she's going through those teenage moments, I'm going, how long till
1: you're in college Jerry?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, we long for them to leave. And then when they're gone, we can't wait for them to come back. So.
0: <laughs> yes, visiting, visiting is wonderful. Visiting is wonderful. As I say, my daughter speaks to me fluently in eye rolls right now.
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I, has, I still have one at home who tries that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: But we love them. So yeah. what were some of the lessons, things that you noticed about money when you were growing up as a kid?
1: When I was growing up as a kid, money, uh, the only discussion we ever had about money is how we had none. So, <laughs> you know, I want these shoes, I want this, I want that. And no, we don't have the money, we don't have the money. Uh, that being said, you know, we were fed, we had clothes, we, you know, I I didn't have... Uh, such a poor upbringing that there wasn't food in the fridge Uh, but that's about the only discussion we ever had I had no knowledge of what a mortgage was I was never taught how to write a check I I knew nothing of that sort when I was a kid
0: yeah that seems to be a pretty common common thing when I was growing up as as well like yeah we weren't we weren't hard done by in the fact that there was we always had a roof over our heads we always had clothes there was always food around but you didn't ask for any of the other stuff because money was like super, super tight and money was such a taboo subject. Like I always make the joke, like my parents loved me, they were great parents, but if I'd even asked a question about money, my dad would have cuffed me across the table going, mind your own damn business.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, religion and sex, it's not something you talk about in a company with anyone around. Yeah.
0: Well, when it, what I've actually found it to be a more taboo subject than sex. Like I've been in financial services for my entire adult life, twenty three years, and yeah, it's people don't talk about it. It's not polite, and it brings up so much shame and fear with people. Yeah. So yeah. wanting to get people past that, because the only way that we learn is by having the conversations. So, what are some of the things you wish you had learned earlier about money as a kid, so that it would have made your adult life a bit easier?
1: oh I wish I knew what debt was <laughs> and that debt isn't good credit card debt isn't good uh yeah that's the first thing they do when you go to college is handing you a credit card right all the credit card companies are lined up around the schools and it's like ooh, people are giving me free money oh yeah free money <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah I knew nothing of that I wish I'd have learned of that um Uh, And what savings was and how to save and and investments. Uh, I I honestly don't think my parents had investments when I was young. So I knew nothing of that until my second marriage, actually, because investing just wasn't on our radar at all. I didn't know anything of that. Yeah, and the, the the other thing, and this is what I've taught my kids, it was a, a big lesson for me, not necessarily as a child, but as I grew up, um, I was the first one in my family to actually graduate from college and have a profession. I My first profession was as a registered nurse. So I had a regular paycheck and, you know, it was pretty good. We owned a house when I was 27 years old Um but it was the whole concept around donations, you know, people knocking on your door for a heart disease and, and cancer and, you know, the Red Cross whenever there was a huge disaster. And it's like how much to donate and when to donate. And that that was a big question for me later on in life. And the whole guilt trip of, you know, some people have less than I do and, you know, how much should I give away?
0: Yeah, and it's it's always hard. You want to help everyone and everything, but it's just not possible. You have to make your choices.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that's that's what I've instilled in my kids now is plan because they get an allowance and we actually separate it into three envelopes and there's savings, spending, and donation. And I tell them to plan who they're going to donate their money to and not to just give it to everybody who comes along because you'll never have enough for that one that really means a lot to you
0: yeah we we use the jar system here my daughter's had an allowance forever but we have the six jars but she has the one that that's charity and she chooses who she gives it to it's actually quite cool because my daughter gets tax receipts in the mail oh i love it (laughs) and and she she's like is going yeah everybody's going to ask you and you can put it here and you can put it there but you want to do it for the things that are going to be really excited, exciting to you. Some people are all for it, supporting, like, the cancer causes, or some are for animals, or some are for kids, and they're all good. Yeah. And and you could do a little bit to everyone, or you could pick one or two that you really want to support. But I love the fact that you're teaching your kids, not just money's all about themselves. It's about sharing their blessings around.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. So. With you having having two kids from two different marriages, and there's a bit of an age gap and stuff there, have you found that your kids look at money differently? And do do your two older daughters look at things and and handle money very differently than your two younger ch- children?
1: That's a good question. I could tell you, my older girls are much more aware of how quickly money goes away, and um, I don't know that it was any particular lesson other than. I, I make sure that they are in charge of their finances and, you know, whatever allowance that I give them and, and they know how far a dollar goes. They both had part-time jobs when they were 16 and, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, that, I think that's been, that lesson is instilled more on them than the younger kids yet. Mm-hmm. That, that might just be an age thing. I'm not sure.
0: Well, <laughs> definitely as the kids get older, because there are much more, aware but I find with a lot of families I'm, I'm fortunate I only have one child so we deal with her but if when I have people that have more than one child to have one that's like okay they're really really good at the savings and, and they always seem to have money and they're able to take care of it and then, then the other child okay they've got a dollar and it's burning a hole in their pocket and they're spending it on something instantly
1: yeah yeah yeah. I think my oldest uh, uh, she likes tattoos so I think that's where a lot of her money goes oh my whereas, <laughs> yeah, whereas uh, my second oldest is much more frugal actually a fan of Gail Vaz, Vaz Oxlade and yep. you know watches all all that stuff so she's much more frugal. So they, yeah, there's a personality uh behind it too. I have to say though, and uh, I don't know how much of this is by chance or how much of it is uh, the way we we discuss money in the house, but my kids are not uh kids who beg for everything at the checkout when you're mm-hmm. at the store. Uh and I I have to sort of retrace what lessons I taught them that, you know, I, you don't just ask for gum every single time you go to the store (laughs) you know it's a it's a sometimes treat and but uh and then it 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 sort of falls into you know what do you want for your birthday and they don't ask for the moon you know we don't get a request for a pony every birthday (laughs) so yeah I wonder what the lesson is that we taught them there, but I'm grateful for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, de- it definitely makes it easier when you're not having can I have this and have that and have all of that.
1: Have you
0: have your kids asked you any specific questions or anything about money as they've been growing up? Like anything that sticks out in your mind where they've they've brought up the subject themselves?
1: Um they have, they, again, around the donations, that's, that's where the questions have been is, you know, can we, uh, give money to the Fort McMurray fires? And, and they, they, they are sort of, um, worldly in terms of what goes on in the world. And, and, uh, that, that pulls at their heartstrings. Anderson has asked about, uh, how to go to build schools in Africa so I don't know what they were talking about at school that day (laughs) (laughs) but that's a good hey if
0: they're going to be asking questions that's got to be one that makes you proud
1: (laughs) yeah I was and it didn't come from me that came from some somewhere at school but yeah I and and then you get to do the logistics of planning how much does an airline flight cost how much does uh, you know lodging cost and and you know what are the associations that you have to be with, and so there is some planning involved in that. Those those are the questions that they ask. Not well, that's, to, that's a fun one to be planning, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. Whether or not you he ever actually goes over to do it, it's still it's still fun to go through and 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 learn what is the actual cost of doing things.
1: Exactly, exactly. And is it feasible at this at this moment in time? Right. Well,
0: there's there's so many so many kids that. Because money is such a taboo subject, and we never talk about it, and it, they see it every money is everywhere, and it's all around them, but they're going, well, what do you mean you, we can't get it? Can't you just put it on your plastic?
1: Yeah, like, yeah, and that was a question that has been oh, gonna... a question is where is the money? <laughs> where you yeah, know that because they see us use debit cards all the time. Yep. That where is the money that you're on that plastic and and you know. And they don't realize that it runs out. So we have had those conversations. Actually, it was a conversation my husband and I had to have. And that was uh, he would often say, we can't afford it. We can't afford it. We can't afford it. And I would say, no, we are choosing not to purchase it. It's not that we can't afford it at some point, you know, the little things, right? You know, we can't afford to, I don't know, go to the mall this weekend well, yes, we could choose not to buy groceries mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever and go to the mall instead, but we're choosing to do something else. And I think it's something that I want my kids to realize is that money is a choice. Everything you spend your money on is a choice and that you don't just say, well, I'll buy anything I want or I'll buy nothing, that everything ends up being a choice.
0: I I love what you say there because one of the things when I'm dealing with people – is money it's your mindset that goes along with it and your words are so very very powerful Mm -hmm. and saying no we can't afford it we can't afford it is very defeatist language and it puts a lot of fear in going you know what yes we could but we are making a different choice
1: yeah yeah and that's one of the things that we discuss a lot with the kids and that's where the we can't afford it comes off up, up is oh can we go and eat at the restaurant that that seems to be the delicacy that everybody wants around yep. here. <laughs> and let's go and eat at the restaurant. Well, and and then I have literally done this actually with all four of the kids uh, recently. It, it was a discussion. We went to eat at the restaurant and uh, the 11-year-old wanted to eat off of the adult menu. She wanted the whole rack of ribs or something mm. like that. And we tried and tried to convince. She's like, no, no, seriously, I, I'm going to eat it all and everything. Of course, she didn't eat it all.
0: No, no, very no. few 11 year olds could.
1: Yeah. And then, and then there was a whole, um, well, can we have, uh, the cheesecake, which is like $7 for a piece of cheesecake. And I'm like, yeah. you know, we've got, I had just made muffins or something at home. I said, let's just, we're all so full, we can't finish our plates. Let's have dessert at home. No, no, you know, there was a whole discussion around that and we gave in. Yeah, you know, I'm not a perfect mom. <laughs> hey, if you can find the perfect mom, let me know so we can beat her so she doesn't ruin our rep. That's right. <laughs> so we gave in, and, you know, the bill ends up being over $100 because, of course, if you get the cheesecake, then you get the $4 cup of tea. And, you know, yep. it's like for $4, I buy a whole box of tea. It ends anyway. up so quickly. Yeah. So so then I we when we got home with all of the take home stuff. Yep. Right. I, I took out the bill with the kids and I itemized it. And I said, now, if you had gotten the kids meal instead of the adult meal, if we had not done the cheesecake and the tea and the coffee. And so we actually did the math. And I said, this is how much money we spend on groceries for a week. And this is how much money we spent for one meal.
0: Oh, I love that you did that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was kind of peed off. that was. <laughs> but but it was a, a discussion that needed to be had. And it's not that we couldn't afford to go out for dinner. It's that if we do that on a regular basis, then we don't have the money for this and this and this and this, right?
0: Yeah. Well, what yeah. I found going over budgets with people is the number one biggest disposable income expense for people with kids living in an urban center is eating out all the various forms. And when I go through and help them figure it out, it's not uncommon for me to find that a family is spending as much, if not more on the various forms of eating out than they are on their mortgage. And they're blown away. But I'm going. Yeah. when you stop and think about it, okay, well, how many times are you grabbing fast food in the morning because you didn't have time for anything? And then you've got your lunches because, well, you didn't have time to make a lunch or pack a lunch, and then you're just going out and all this stuff. And then you got to pick up the kids, and you got to get to this a- event and this other event. So you don't even have time to go home, so you're grabbing the fast food. And then, okay, well, when we get to the weekend and stuff, and everybody's tired, and we want to go out, and then you go out for the restaurant meal that you're talking about, and then you just repeat that week after week after week. But yeah. when they're it's oh it's $20 here or $10 there they don't they don't see it and then a lot of kids i find like they they graduate high school and they don't even have the life skills to be able to make toast for themselves
1: yeah that's true <laughs> and then
0: so they're going well we eat out all the time and then they're going well i don't have the money for that cuz i don't mom and dad aren't paying for it and then they find out very quickly <laughs> they're broke <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. And I have to say that is that that is the expense in this household that really runs away with itself. Yeah,
0: well, it's so easy, like I said, and it's a lot of the time, it's not because people are necessarily lazy or anything, but they're so busy between mm-hmm. the demands of work and the demands like all the kids extracurricular activities and stuff. And you're driving all over the place. You don't have time to think about it. And you're not aware of, like, how much money you are bleeding just on eating out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So making them aware is a very, very good thing.
1: Thumbs up. (laughs) And the kids, of course, you know, they want nuggets and fries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they they don't want the broccoli and the stir fry and the other stuff that we're going to make at home that's actually good for you. Yeah. Well, at least my kids equate going out to eat with, you know, all the fun junk food. So, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm fortunate. My daughter loves broccoli at least.
1: Oh, good.
0: <laughs> so we don't have a problem on that front. She'll eat the broccoli, but yeah. And we, mm. we don't go out too much because I'm, I'm fortunate the fact that I work from home and my daughter's an introvert. So my life huh. is much easier on that front. <laughs> <laughs> much easier on that front. So what would be the top three things you would say that you want your kids to learn about money by the time they graduate high school. Like if you could get, these are the three things that they've got. What would that be?
1: Um, I would want them to know what debt is because before you graduate high school, before you start getting into student loans and the credit cards they are going to hand out, I want them to know what debt is and what good debt is and what bad debt is. Um, I want them to know what investing is and that how money can make money. Um, What else would I want them to know? Uh, I think the the, the, I I still stick to that concept of. um, So, okay, it's donations and when people want to borrow money. Mm, OK, I I got this from Oprah (laughs) and it was I don't lend money. I will give you money. If I have money to give, but I, and I don't expect it to be returned to me because, uh, I, I'm financially better off than my, uh, sister is. And it's just from lifestyle choices and who we married and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I feel and I have had the experience of, well, if you can't pay the phone bill this month, what's going to be different next month if I give you the money for it this month? Yeah. You know, and what's going to be different the month after that and the month after that? And I would much rather work on finding a solution than just give you the money and then have you be in the same position 30 days from now.
0: Yeah, fix fix the cause rather than put a band on the uh, bleed
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so, and, and I know as a young adult, uh, a teenager, you know, oh, let's go to the movies. Well, I don't have the money. Well, I'll pay for your movie ticket this month and you can get it to me next time. And, and then you start getting resentful because some people don't pay you back, right? And, uh, yeah, that I think that's an important thing too.
0: Well, that's, it's been wonderful having this conversation with you. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, you're very welcome.
0: And uh, have a wonderful time with your kids.
1: I will. Thanks a lot.
0: Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundations Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fund, and Instagram at financial.fun.